Can you imagine having the control alt delete function in life? We did, and that's how we came up with this podcast. Get ready to enter a world where we tackle the things you think but dare not say, where nothing is off limits and everything is fair game. Often known to be direct, we wanted to bring our conversation to you. Sometimes we problem solve, sometimes we just vent. Come on in, take your shoes off, grab your favorite bevy, and let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Control Alt Delete, where Beck and I haven't even had a pre-chat. Usually, we pre-chat, and she's like, "Let's get rolling." Let's I was get like, going. "Let's get into it." Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited. I do have an update before we get started. I tried to run on the weekend, only two kilometers. Whether I ran well or not is not the issue. The issue is that my earphones kept freaking falling out of my ears. Oh. Particularly my left one. So anyone who listened last week will know we don't have ears that hold earbuds. Speaking though of running, how are your lady bits? Good, really good. That's also related to a different episode. Yeah, no, I thought that while I was doing it and I think, I don't know if I went for longer how it would be, but I've had some really good gains from doing my exercises and um, good. It was good. I didn't even like run inside to go to the toilet or anything. I was good. Very good. And I even had coffee as a pre-workout, which usually makes me want a wee. Very nice. Yeah. Well, I think it just a pat on the back for Amanda for doing her pelvic floor exercises. I mean. Let's just don't stop though. No, no, I know. I was like worrying That's that you thing. had a prolapse will do it. You become <laughs> so complacent. Yeah. 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 How are you, Iso Land? Well, uh, shitty today. I'm very. Yeah. But you know, I think that if anyone is going to listen to this good. in real time, it's that the whole of Victoria is feeling very low. Yeah, I just think there's. It's a lot. You don't know when you're coming out. You don't know what's going on. The numbers are going down. I was talking to my mum today and, you know, I cried on the phone and I left the kids doing their Google Meet and, and had my 30 minutes out. Like when I say that, Seal's on different times to the boys, so she sort of takes over and I get 30 minutes where I walk away. And um, I was on the phone to mum and I was crying and I think the reality is, though, like she said, not only do I not know when I can go home and see my family or yeah. mm-hmm. it's that... If it's not going to be in Victoria, you know, now it's floating around again, possibly in Queensland. And it's also that fear factor of, like mum said, you don't really want to go anywhere because what if you get stuck? As in like interstate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know, Rob and I, and I feel like we've had this conversation before, Rob and I are now talking about potentially going back to the farm in school holidays because it's New South. Yeah. And I'm like, well... Which you're totally allowed to do. Well, and there's no cases. It's not like it's dangerous. There's no reported right. cases in the area or here. or so. But it's, yeah, it's just that uneasiness of just this new way of thinking of weighing up the pros and cons. But for you guys, obviously, it's very different. For me, yeah, it's hard because I was like, I don't actually know when I'm going to see my sister or my mum or my niece and nephew again. Like, I know that sounds dramatic. But I don't actually know. No, but it's, it's real. You know, my, my brother's in Tazin. We've been talking a lot lately. Yeah. And it's one thing to be like, 
oh, I don't know when we're going to book a holiday, but it's another thing to be like, right. oh, I don't know when I'm going to see you. Particularly when you've got kids. Yeah. Well, even, I think even if it was just me and my sister, that would be challenging. But, um, yeah, just to not be able to... And I can't deal with all the, oh, my God, did you hear that they might stay closed until Christmas? And I'm like, I'm, I don't play the what if this happens game. I can only play in the now. I'm not. Whereas if I'm in the, and I have been all along, this is where I'm going. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, like, back in March, you know, I'm potentially going to be shut until September. And you're yeah. like, don't think that far ahead. I know, you keep going forward. I can't. But I am, and look where I am. I know, but you could that have not been there. You've been worried about it. and I mean, work's a little bit different to me going, oh, can yeah. I get home to see my family? Yeah. Your business being shut is a bit different. You need a plan in place. Yeah. So, look, I feel really shit today. I feel really... I was half expecting a can't do it because I'm going to tell everybody to get... <laughs> I nearly... This morning I was like... I wouldn't have blamed you either when I got that... I think I'm going to call like, in sick to the podcast. Oh. But the other thing, so I said to Sam, like, I've never felt such a, I'm not a daily grind person. I, you know, I don't have a, I, I don't do that. And this feels so Groundhog Day. Yeah. I think that's the challenging thing for us entrepreneurs live, fly by the seat of our pants, people. Absolutely. And sporadic people, like we're reactionary in a really good way in that like, if we're like, oh, do you know what we could do? And we like go and create it. And it kind of puts a cap on that a little bit. And the only way I can see someone is to go for a walk with them. Yeah. And I'm just sick of going for a walk. You know, I just want to sit down. I just, do you know, like I said to mum, and it's been raining, the weather was not great on the weekend. So I caught up with someone yesterday to go for a walk in the mud with an umbrella. You know, it's just like, this is just so shit. Yeah. Did a little part of you go, I'm just going to invite him over. He's pretty good with rules, so no. No, no. For the wild inner me, I'm very rules. It's you're this very good juxtaposition of both. You're like, I could do anything at any given time if it's within the guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'm like, well, did it really say that? Because I feel like we could go in the back door and around the corner and get through it. Not in this so much. I've been very good with this, but Yeah. But look, speaking, I think I feel like we're throwing all the episodes into one now. I know. Oh, new watch! <gasps> you didn't even tell me. When did you? Is this why you're happy? I'm like, we don't even have raw. I hate the world, Beck. Beck looks happy. I um, it came today. No, oh, I ordered it on the third of August. She's pretty. So I have had very, very. Hold on, hold her up again. Um, very, very big conversations with Garmin. About like. Where's my watch? Oh. Why Where's my watch? Where's it come from the States? No. Hmm. Australia. It's sat in this place in New oh. South Wales. Tracking can be the best and the worst thing to ever happen to you <laughs> when you see that it doesn't move and you're like, who is working at that place that they can't see the parcel that says Amanda Hodgson? <laughs> they were like, move. No, no, staying. And what's even worse is one of my friends 
ordered the exact same watch no. two days after me and got it like five yeah. days ago. Yeah. And then the other girls were joking saying, oh, I'm going to do a click and collect from Rebel and get the watch and our friend Sandy will pick it up with her freight. And I said to Sandy, if you know what's good for you, do not pick up their watch until mine arrives. <laughs> Give me something. And I was like, I'm the one that told all of you about this watch that was on sale. Uh, Don't do this to me. I won't share my things again. Oh, well, that's not the right attitude, Beck. Yes, it is. But now, now I'm in a dilemma, right? Because I'm, I need to do the switch over on the app. Ugh, yeah. I don't want to lose my step streak. Do you though? Just no, you won't. I shouldn't. But I think that I would have to get to 10,000 on this watch before I... No, it's just in your memory, isn't it? And loads it up onto the watch like a phone. I don't want to take any risks, Amanda. Mine did, but I'm Fitbit. But when I smashed mine two weeks after getting it and yelled at them until they gave me a new one. Um, oh, look, I'm just making it happen. I'm at 9-2 today, so just get only another and 800 and then I'll switch it over. You're so disciplined. You're like, got this brand new watch you've been waiting for and you're like, God, I can't just in case I don't get my 10,000. Yeah, I'm at day like 95. Yeah, um, remember when we were talking about day 30 and then you might go to day 60? Mm. It seems like five minutes ago. I know. How quickly time flies when the world is in shutdown. Yeah, when, you, when your world stops. <laughs> Irony. Um, so I'm going to head into my control alt delete because we're talking yeah. about coronavirus and it's controversial. And if you're listening to this, Please don't get up in arms because it's not that I don't necessarily believe the things that are being said or I'm not. I'm like on the edge of the speech, by the way. I'm like. Not that I'm not taking them on board, but I want to talk about context and delivery. So when you listen to me speak, because I often have, I often have a way of delivering things that aren't exactly the way I feel, but I am speaking of this in terms of context and delivery. I am all for raising public awareness to whether this may or may not be a conspiracy theory or this may or not, whatever is going on with masks, coronavirus, whatever. The government's controlling us. What I have a problem is, with is people being really rude and telling me to wake up and the way they're like, when are you guys going to get a brain in your head and realise that and then make their point? I'm not okay with people being rude about it and it's really grinding my gears. Hang on. Let me just get this clear. So you're saying that you're having an opinion on their opinion and they're being rude to you about it. No, I don't even have... I'm not having an opinion. Like, for instance, if someone did a post that said, hey, guys, this is why I think this doesn't make sense, X, Y, and Z, and then their stories went on to say, oh, this is an excerpt from this, and this is an excerpt from this, and you make up your mind, but I just want to raise awareness, right? Yeah. Opposed to, what a shit show. When are you guys going to wake up? They're all treating us like we're dumb and we're sheep and like that kind of language, like that fear-based, doing exactly the same thing to everybody else that they don't want done to them situation. I have a problem with it. I think we spoke, sort of spoke about this, not in a control or delete, how yeah. I was saying there's a couple of people on Instagram that I followed forever. Oh, yeah, you did. You mentioned it. And they're being really forceful with their opinion. And I'm like, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, I'm whoa, okay whoa. Opinions. I'm okay with it. But don't insult me in trying to get me to hear your opinion. Yeah. 
I'm like, I have a major issue with it. And I think one of the reasons I have a major issue with it, and maybe I said this at the time, is that you and I have identified that we're quite strong individuals and we can take or leave things, but not everybody that sees stuff like that is, right? So right. people, and, and I guess their theory is we've got to scare people to hear it, but I'm not okay with that. Like, I wish I could give you an example. I'll try and find one. But um, the whole wake up movement, I'm like, tell me to wake up one more time and I'm going to come to where you live and wake you up with my frying pan. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think it's rude. We are educated people and people are entitled. I always say your opinion is correct because it's your opinion. Right. But is it a fact? Or give me the facts without the insults attached to the... You know, um, yeah. And I, I've, I read this, this lady that I follow on Instagram. I'm not going to mention her name because I don't want to get into a slandering war. No, it's and not about she, that either. It's just she about put a that. post on Facebook, though, and people questioned it and said, can you explain this? And her response was, have you read the article? And they're like, stop saying that. Like, but where are you coming from with your, your opinion? opinion? Like, yeah. you're just saying, you, you know, you've actually got no backing except for read the article. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, I've read the article. That's why I'm asking you the questions. I hear I hear. I'm just trying to find an example. But yeah, and, and again, it's not about slandering anyone, but it's just... Yeah, I think that's very good. I'm with that. And if that's their opinion, then fine. But it's the way that they're trying to... Or that they get on their high horse. It's like, well, now everybody's attacking me because I have an opinion. I'm like, well, what you put out... But they're just pushing their opinion on you. Uh, well, they're not, yeah, but which makes people want to fight back because that's human. Like, if you need to know one thing about human behavior, is that when you feel attacked, generally, unless you've done a lot of self work, your go to is to attack back and tell people to get stuffed. Absolutely. So, I think in that situation, people have to think about what they're putting out there if that's what's coming back at them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? This, this one lady that I'm that I'm following that I that I speak about, you know, that I've I've spoken about her before. Yeah. It's really hard for me to have respect for her when she's sitting on the Sunshine Coast with her opinion. I feel like we're probably talking about the same person. <laughs> you know, I'm like, come on. Don't throw stones. From your beautiful... Actually, we might be talking about the same person because there's a mutual link. Um, I, can't, I can't find her Instagram handle now. But, and it's not about who she is. It's just about... Um, it's, I was about to go really controversial and say it's kind of like playing your white privilege, right? But it's like you're sitting in a state that has zero effect trying to tell yeah. everybody who's being directly affected in a really bad way... What we should be doing. What you should be doing when... You can't actually do those. Well, I suppose you could. You could go out without a mask on and do all that. But I, do you know what? It doesn't make you laugh. And maybe I'll try and find it and put it um, on our socials. But on TikTok or Reels or something, I saw this woman who was doing this voiceover. And she was, like, basically saying, how dare you tell, strip away my human rights and tell me to wear a mask when I, well, like, get in my car and put my seatbelt on because I'm not allowed to drive without it and I walk out with clothes on because I'm not allowed to walk around nude. And she, like, listed all the things that we do every day 
they could be perceived to be stripping our human rights. But wearing a mask when it could save someone or not, but what if it could, you're going to crack the shits about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I, um, I get the people, I think the longer we are in this, the more people are getting into this conspiracy, like it's a conspiracy. Right. Yeah. They're fudging the numbers. They're just making them up. And now they're saying yeah. it's in the healthcare system and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. they just go on and on and on because they can't get the numbers. So now they're fudging them. And, and, you know, we see the headlines, we choose not to bite into it. And at the end of the day, mask or no mask, whatever your deal is, I sit here from a position of someone who runs a business. Yeah. And I go COVID or not, I've, been open for seven for 10 weeks for the year yeah and we are nearly september Uh so maybe if you stop pushing your shit you're not actually thinking about the small businesses that are hurting the families that are hurting like just do the thing one one of the ones that triggered me was like um showing a big scene of saying how beautiful it was that people in belgium or something went out in protest and there was thousands of them and i was like like, do you know the people in Victoria can't leave their house? And there was something that they put on that I was like, okay, I actually want to see this. It was about everything that's going on in Queensland at the moment, about how PPE gear was lifted when there was no numbers and stuff, and now all of a sudden there's numbers, and is it a conspiracy, and they're making it up to make us believe. And I'm like, listen, this might all be valid, but the way you've delivered it makes me want to punch you in the face. And I've done a lot of work to not want to punch people in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's triggered me in the worst way. Um, and, uh, uh, like all of these, it, and if it's the same person that we're talking about, she shares so many messages of support from healthcare workers and nurses saying, thank you for being a voice. And I'm a nurse in Melbourne and, and yeah, this isn't the way it is. And, and they're basically agreeing with her. And I'm like, oh man. It just, yeah. Yeah, and look, I don't know. And I'm fully aware that I'm just giving a problem and I've vaguely said a better solution in terms of the form of delivery. I would just love to see it not attached to insults. And if you insult in a broad spectrum and generally, it is still an insult. Just because they're not saying, Amanda, wake up, you're being a dumbass. It is what you're saying. So mm-hmm. how about you have a think about how you display it out. Into, it's like anything. Like, just don't be a dick. Mm. Be nice. If you really believe this, and something I learned a really long time ago was that you can't always deliver things in a way that you want to say it. It has to be delivered in a way that people will hear it the most. But I think this is where people with power and platform in social media are like, I don't care if you unfollow me because I've got X amount of thousands of followers. So I'm going to be an ass and have an opinion on this. And then I'm going to go back to actually talking about why you follow me in the first place. Yeah, and this does actually circle back to our episode of me hating when people go, I don't want to offend you, but no, uh, you're about to. Yeah. So and it's like... the same kind of behaviour, that it's like this good deed masked in a really shitty way to present it. It's yep. really insulting. Yeah. That's my control, I'll delete, and I can't talk about it further because my head will probably blow off. All right, I'm going to give you one. Go. Oh, I don't have no idea. It could be anything. I... The look on your face then. I am control alt deleting tweezers. <laughs> do you know do you know when you sent me that snuff? I was like, oh, do you know A how many I've lost and B 
how many is going to kill me. Rob's used and wrecked with his male coarse hair. They don't tweeze shut properly anymore. So, look, from when I got... Um, I actually have a really good... I went to use mine the other day and I was like, oh, I've got to tell Beck about these. When I went and had my eyebrows done, you know, yeah. years ago, it really took away... I hardly... I don't ever have to grow them underneath anymore. Like, how does that not come back? Hardly, not at all, really. Uh Yeah, so, uh, but now that it's starting to get a bit brighter, you can see. Anyway, but let's be honest, I've lost my tweezers for probably the last two months. So, you know, no one's seeing me anyway. So, I bought a new pair probably four months ago. Oh. And they were so nice. So when you find the right pair of tweezers. They were pink. They had um, like a slanted tip. They were just, I probably use them once. You and I have a picture of your new ones the other day and I was like, are they good though? No. Really crappy. But I was like, what option have I got? Can't really go like to town and buy new ones from the beauty Target. shop. Anyway. Do you beauty therapists sell them or they're closed so you can't? They're closed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I bought those cheap, shitty ones and now the other ones will... Appear, hopefully. Appear. Maybe that's the reason. Well, they probably the won't ones. and then I'll lose these ones and still be having this conversation when we revisit Control-Alt-Deletes again. I'm going to um, jump on here to remind myself. I'm going to buy you a pair of tweezers and send Please. them to the house because they're like... God's gift to tweezers. They're from an an eye beauty specialist in Melbourne. It's got her own line. So good. I bought the whole pack and like you guys can't see, but I did my own eyebrows because she taught me on an Instagram live how to do eyebrows. Was this under the first lockdown? Yeah. Remember? I did my And I don't think you've done them since. No, I have. But once the other day, a week ago, because I went out until sunlight and I was like, Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) I think... Because um, I also have big sunglasses that hide my eyebrows. So even at school drop-off, I'm like, meh. For is- all those entrepreneurs out there that are following us, the next thing that someone is going to create... Don't is- tell them. Maybe we should do it. <laughs> no, no, this is not our area, trust me. Otherwise, I would be doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm calling in beauty therapists. Mm. Is there going to be creating some type of barrier cream for mask wearers? Yeah, I've because, had some people say they're getting pimples and stuff. Yeah, we're getting into warmer weather now. And that is just like oh. an area waiting for festation. Surely something like that exists. I think it will be specific to the nose, mouth. I think it will be exactly the same as other things on the market, but marketed specifically to the nose and mouth, and they'll make a crap load of money. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you can buy a mask and get a sample of this free. All power to them. Do it. Somebody. I agree. There's probably, well, no, there's not probably. There is definitely already a high need with doctors and nurses. You know, I've got a few friends who are nurses and they're struggling. You know, the other thing is people are not venturing outside their house because no one wants to wear a mask. Do you know, just this morning, I was like, would I go for a walk if I had to wear a mask or would I just go into my garage and do a workout? Yeah. And then I was like, if I was Beck, would I put the mask on when I went to walk down my street that nobody else lives on? No, I wouldn't. It is, I go up the back and I don't wear a mask. You're literally in the wilderness. I know, but whatever. 
I just, um, Sam said to me the other day something about going in town and going for a walk and I was like, no. No, that's a hard no from me. It is against every health bit of me that is like endorphins, fresh air, cover up your mouth. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for the steps, but that's literally all you're getting. You don't feel good when you finish. You're still out of breath. Yeah. And to be clear, to go back to what we were saying before, you're all, you do it when you have to. Like when you're out and down the street, you don't love it, but you do it and you are completely respectful of that. Yeah. But for everyone who doesn't know, Beck literally lives in front of a hill in the country that she can walk up. I'm not against mask wearing. No. I'm against going for a walk (laughs) and wearing a mask. Yeah. Because I walk and talk and I can walk not fast, but you know, you can, I'm getting my heart rate up and Uh I can walk up a hill and, and you've got to wear a mask. Nope. I don't reckon I would do it. I thought about it just this morning. We go and stay home. I'd even ride a stationary bike in my garage over that. And that's saying a lot. I hate that. With the garage door open. Yes. And I would be allowed. (laughs) I'd be within my rights. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not fun. It it just feels like another layer of something you've lost. So, go back to the tweezers. Your your control of deleting the need of tweezers or the fact that they get lost all the time. They get lost. Yeah. Oh. Little buggers. Yeah, this packet I bought. So I now have my makeup bag, and I now have like my eyebrow bag because it came with like a little makeup purse that has tweezers, scissors, eyebrow pencil, and if I'm going out, a cup, cup of chocolate. But it means I have two packages now, but it also means I don't lose my tweezers because I do not have them anywhere other than in this bag. So, like, two um, toiletry bags for all of the travel? All the travel I'm doing. So, yeah, I literally have to bend down into the cupboard and get one, and into the drawer and get the other, and then they go back there. <laughs> but you know what this is a this is a generational issue i remember my mum losing i remember my mum looking under seats in the car for the tweezers that she lost because she used to pluck her eyebrows while she was driving at traffic lights and stuff i'm glad this isn't just me because i am renowned for losing my wallet and my diary yeah rob's had to train me very well to put my keys and glasses all in the same spot i'm always losing my like seeing glasses or my sunglasses well, we lost, to be clear i'm like i put them somewhere we don't have to worry about keys no no everything i say you're like you know i can't go anywhere and i can't use that no thing. i genuinely mean because we leave our keys in the car oh you leave everything unlocked yeah I've tried that. We go to our neighbours, as you know, on a Friday night for a drink or whatever, and I'm like, lock the door. Rob's like, why? And I'm like, because we live in Sydney. Like, oh, I absolutely would if I lived where you live. Like, And we can see our house from across the road and it's a um, sensor light, but I'm like, we're not oh. looking 24-7. What if I go home to get another bottle of wine and there's a man inside waiting for me? And you're not going to know. You're going to be here drinking and having fun with the neighbours. I'd absolutely lock my door if... Yeah, it's a peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. Likely, yeah. but let's be sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really living on the edge. <laughs> and, and Robbie's usually not yeah, I'm shocked. an edge person. Imagine the insurance phone call with that. Um, oh, 
But I swear I locked the door. He just thought it wasn't necessary because we were only across the road. What's up? What's your suburb, ma'am? Oh, that doesn't seem like a good life choice. No, didn't think so. <laughs> oh, how's Arlo? Oh, look, it's not broken. So Arlo hurt his ankle just over a week ago. And it, he, it must, it's a very bad sprain because he's still limping, although he's limping more today because I taped it within an inch of his life. He started screaming at me after I taped it and I just thought he was being a punk. He's like, mom, it hurts so bad. And he was trying to walk. And I'm like, where does it hurt? And he pointed to his Achilles. And then I looked at it and I'd obviously done a heel lock. And like I hadn't pinched it, but I'd done it quite tight. So it was like digging straight into his Achilles. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, mate. Sorry about that. I'm just going to loosen that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, stay still. Don't move while I snip this. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's been recommended to take him to a physio to work on his proprioception and stuff because he's so active. Rob's like, what six-year-old needs a physio? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want him to roll it again, though. You know? But he's good. He's getting there, managing. He had to run around at school last week because Zara, who he always wants to play with, decided to finally play with him, and she was chasing him, so he had to run. I was like, mate, uh, play hard to get. Try it's that. like Joey with his head. <laughs> How is his head? How did I forget about that? Well, he's... Um... So Joey was riding a scooter in the shed because, and when I say our shed, it's, it's, it's a very big shed if anyone's visualising it. Um, and he slipped because, you know, it was pouring rain. And anyway, slipped and fell on the edge of a toolbox. Oh, what are the chances? I mean, it's Joey high, but... I mean, the kid and, rides motorbikes and he's out in the paddock fixing fences and he's in tractors and he... Falls off a scooter onto a toolbox. I know. And the thing is, Joey is very, very tough, which for anyone who has tough cookies out there. Which I love too. It's very hard to gauge what I, how hurt are you because you don't show me. Because they don't show. Yeah. So I had people message me, my physio friends, and they were like, he's a tough kid. You're going to need to get that x-rayed because he's walking on it, but it could be broken. I was like, so I, he came inside and he wasn't crying at this stage. And he was like, oh, it hurts. And I was like, I had a look. For those of you that don't know, it was like completely split open. And near his temple too. Uh, started cleaning the blood up and I had clumps of hair. So I was like, okay, it's deep enough that there's no hair being held in there. And I looked at <laughs> Sam and said, we're going to the hospital. Like, Which is where you want to be. Uh, in coronavirus. Like not that we have coronavirus here, but do you know what I mean? You just don't want to be going... I think that's the threat I most use on my kids. Please be careful. The hospital is the last place we want to be. Absolutely. But I was like, on a Friday, we generally don't have doctors on call on the weekend here in town. So if I didn't deal with it, then it was just going to be a nightmare. And in my head, I did the whole, I'd have to go to, you know, Albury base and get across the border and have a permit. And I, I was like, we're going to hospital now. It's only lunchtime. But also, and they ended up split gluing, open. It, gluing it together. They did? Yeah. So he's had a Band-Aid on it, but all weekend it's been pouring rain and snowing and he can't get it wet. <laughs> Where was it snowing? We went up to Elliot and we're in snow. It's snow it's on Elliot. Snowing. Sam and I, haven't I sent you a video? No. Oh, it was like snowing on us, like full on. At the top of Elliot. 
Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there. Oh, yeah, it's great. Wish you were here. <laughs> you should send me a postcard next time. And <laughs> um, and also put it on social media and hashtag it Coriong Tourism. Visit. It's great. Yeah, if you could get here. I can. Yeah. Well, Elliot, New South or Vic? No, Vic. Must be Vic because you can go. Oh, well, there you go. From bushfires to coronavirus to snow. Who'd have thought? I know. What a six months. Was and this there. weekend, it's meant to be 20. Oh, it's hot here today. Sun shining. And see, next weekend is Upper Murray Grand Final. Like, oh, footy. Yeah. And you know what that's like? It's normally either pouring torrential rain or like yeah. everyone's got their thongs out. It is hot. Stunning. Yeah. So I think we're at a, you know, turning point. But that was a realisation. I put it on my Instagram this morning. The how light it is yeah. when I'm in the, in the morning now. And I'm like, another season changing and we are... Still here. Still here. Seeing it all. Yeah. Wow. There you go. I hope I didn't annoy anyone with my Control-Alt-Delete today. But if you notice it on social... And here's the thing. I've been too gutless to say anything to anyone. No, I did call someone out that I know on it last week. And it hit deaf ears hard. I had to tap out of the conversation. Mm. I was like, oh, you could just say in kindness because people, because, yeah, because people who have lost loved ones and it's been coronavirus or people who are, have been sick or who are currently sick and seeing that, that's not great. No. It's really no. disrespectful. No, and that's what I mean. There's so much more. And, and like, I, like I said to you, I look at from a business point of view with coronavirus. For me, yeah. coronavirus has affected me immensely because of my business. Yeah. Um, people have lost loved ones and, and people all have different layers of what coronavirus well, is. Well, and so. even just with how people are feeling in Victoria now, like the feelings are valid because this is being done to them. So it's mental health more is respectful huge, of that. It's huge thing. If I hadn't read stuff like that when I had it, I would have flipped a lid because I was not in control of anything that I was doing because I was... I read a text message the other day. Someone messaged me and the last time they messaged me on Messenger, I had coronavirus and I thought I was being really responsive. And I actually laughed and sent her a message back as someone I don't really know. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm usually way, way more like social in my answers, but I was very to the point answering her. And I thought I was being so good, but I was obviously so tired and so sick that I was just like, Oh, now you were not a good friend for me when you had coronavirus. Oh, come on. we don't need to circle back there. <laughs> that was another control alt delete. Like when I needed you most. I was having coronavirus when you needed me most. And I was like, I'm about to redesign my whole business. Which you've you always told me to do and now you're not here to help. How dare you. Can you just give me some answers before you go downhill really quickly? Like, we've got about three more hours before she hits the fan. Answer my questions. Hurry up. I know. Good times. <laughs> it's been fun reminiscing with you. It's <laughs> been a bit. We did say we were going to do um, an episode where we circled back to our I control. We just did it. Yeah. We kind of did do it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good week ahead. We can't wait to tap in with you guys again next week. Until then. See you guys. Stay safe. Don't let people bully you. All right, bye.